Welcome to Rocketman Explores, where we voyage forth and delve into the world of sci-fi. But wait a minute! Ever wondered when the internet is going to get tired of us and just come and kill us all? Well, so have I. But then again, maybe it'll just be happy and send us cats for the rest of our lives. Tune in as we figure out AI. Friend, foe, or disinterested god, much like cats. Hello again, ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between, and welcome to another episode of Rocketman Explores. In particular, another drinks episode with our fantastic drink maestro, Chris. Chris, how you doing today? Not bad. Doing very well. And you? Excellent. Excellent. So today, I've described you as a drinks maestro virtuoso, perhaps, and that's usually the case. But today, we're, we're going a little bit different in style with the drink today, correct? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, so our upcoming episode is going to be about The Expanse. And anyone who knows The Expanse is going to understand a bit of what I say when I say the next thing, which is that our drink, I'm going to be dubbing The Juice. Uh, And what's in The Juice, Chris? It's a very simple, very straightforward monster energy drink in Bacardi. Yeah, exactly. So why this is called The Juice, listeners, for anyone who doesn't immediately get it from having seen The Expanse, is... Uh, To put a very long story short, physics in the expanse works the same way we'd all expect it to, including technology. So if you're pulling incredibly high Gs in a spaceship, you need something to stop yourself from blacking out or straight up dying. And their in-universe solution is a drug cocktail called the juice, which is injected directly into you in order to keep you up and functioning. So somewhat similar. It's always described as unpleasant and extremely intense, but it'll keep you going. So I'd say that's probably a thought process there, right? Chris, very similar to Bacardi and Monster. Exactly, yes. All right, well then, uh, you know, let's let's get down to it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, okay. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, okay. Okay, now, I don't usually describe this particular thing, listeners, but I feel it's cogent in this case. Uh, Chris and I are subjecting this to ourselves at noon for your listening pleasure. So, you know, just enjoy that. It's not like we're out clubbing at one in the morning when you could really use this. No, we are just, we are hammering ourselves with the juice in the early days just for you. It's, it's, it's day drinking, although unfortunately it is not as pleasurable normally as day drinking is. No, correct. There are many, there are many many better ways of day drinking. Um, So I guess my question then, because The Expanse, by and large, with a few notable exceptions, is a very grounded show. It's it's very, the physics all makes sense. There's um, a lot of the plot points, especially in the earlier seasons, revolve around the fact that something that happens out near Saturn, just due to light delay, you may not, if you're on the other side of the solar system, you're not even going to know about it for at least like, you know, eight, nine hours, because that's how long it takes the light to get across the solar system. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the, the planets and moons of a uh, of, of large part of the solar system and colonized. So I guess we think is it, this is more of a personal question. The question about the media is it looks mm-hmm. more and more like we're going to be pushing towards like colonization of Mars. Let's say we move that we were still around ourselves. Will we move the timeline up like 100 years? Would you ever consider going to Mars or something like that? Uh, they're given, I don't even, uh, what about that, uh, consider traveling to Europe? No. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, if you're not going to go to Europe, you're definitely not going to go to Mars. No, I'm very, very happy here. 
very content. And at which point I see no, no reason to go explore other places. Yeah. I think I probably would maybe not to visit. You're right. Because that would be an intense, like that, that would be a hell of a, that, that would, you know, that's a visit that'll take you at least three years. That's a bit something, but if it came up the opportunity to move there, I might consider it just because at the end of the day, somebody has to, well, maybe not has to, but if you're going to make a colony work, someone has to actually go up and do it. And I don't know. I just feel maybe that would be like an interesting thing to do. It would be, hellaciously lonely and probably terrible but somebody's got to like put that initial sort of like gears in motion i guess to myself that's and my then, thought process and probably rent is a lot cheaper there would be a lot cheaper i mean yeah i imagine rent is almost nothing although then again you probably if total recall is anything to go by eventually you're gonna have to pay for water and air so there's a give there's a give and take there right mm-hmm but then again, yep. you know, if Total Recall is something to go by, we will also eventually get three rested women up there. So, again, it's a give and take. That probably won't be for the next little while. Mm-hmm. So like when SpaceX starts its uh, shuttle trips up into space, you definitely wouldn't be someone who would consider doing that. No, not on your life. Thank you, but no. Let somebody else take my place. As my listeners may know, I've indulged in psychedelia in the past. I've always wondered what it would be like to go up into space and just take an absolute massive amount of psychedelic drugs and see that what that would do to your brain, whether it would just totally break it or not. I think it would be an interesting experiment. It probably would also make the monster and Bacardi taste a lot better. I mean, yes, exactly. You know, I mean, anything I feel might taste a bit better up there. But then again, I doubt they would let you have it. You're probably not allowed... Um, I, I, I suspect that the astronauts disapprove of like drunk energy drinked up people tearing around space station. That's there's probably some kind of safety protocol against something like that. I, I would imagine. Yes. We've been sort of maligning this drink, but for, for a certain, for a very like specific subset of what you need it to do, i.e. if you're out, you know, this is more for the younger crowd. If you're out, at a club at like one in the morning and you're flagging a bit, a shot or two of this will get you both going and even drunker than you know, than you were before, which if that's what you want, then fair enough. So it's much like the juice in the expanse. It's a liquid for an extremely specific subset of what you want it to do. But when you do need it to do that, it will work. Mm-hmm. And that, that for the purposes, I'd, I'd much prefer an Irish coffee. Yeah, of course. But um, unfortunately, not many, not many like bumping clubs at one in the morning. The bartenders are taking the time to throw together an Irish coffee for you. But mm-hmm. I take your point that for the purposes of what it does, that's definitely a much better way of doing things. Yes. Well, listeners, again, I don't advise you subject yourselves to this at uh, at the noon hour. But for those of you of the younger generation who are out there bound in the clubs, yeah, sometimes, you know, you just need the juice to get you going. So uh, think about that. Join us next week for the talk about The Expanse. For those of you who have uh, who know about it, I know you're already excited because it's absolutely amazing. And for those who haven't, join me. The Expanse is, again, the probably the best sci-fi that's come out I'd say since like the first season of Battlestar Galactica way, way back in like 2003, 2004, whenever that came out, it was a long time ago now. Uh, so yeah, please join me. Thank you for listening and go follow us on Twitter at RocketmanTFGC and go, if you enjoyed this, go rate us at wherever you like to rate your podcasts. Uh, you know, there's so many options. I'm going to leave it up to you. Thank you guys. And I'll see you next week. Let me ask you something. 
Do you watch wrestling? Either way, I have a podcast I want you to check out. Smart and Friends is the wrestling podcast that's not just for wrestling fans. Sometimes we watch wrestling with content creators or emerging artists who don't watch wrestling. Other times we'll invite a wrestler to talk about their interesting projects outside the squared circle. Or maybe we'll do something else entirely, as long as we think wrestling fans and people outside of our fandom will get a kick out of it. Catch Smart and Friends from the Two Finger Guns Club wherever you catch your podcasts. This has been a Two Finger Guns Club production. Pew, pew.